Hey, everybody, it's Heather Chadwell. Hey, guys, it's Lacey Skulls from VH1's Rock of Love, and this is Talk of Love, the new podcast. This isn't just reality, this is real life. What's up, everybody? It's Heather Chadwell. Hey, guys, it's Lacey. What the fuck is happening to the world and society? <laughs> what is going on right now? Skulls. <laughs> <laughs> and you're watching. So I love this girl. This is why she's like one of my best friends. <laughs> you're watching Talk of Love, episode nine, you guys. Woo! Yes, yeah, nine. And the good thing is, we are still here. We're still with you. Everything is crazy right now. We're not in the studio. Scott came to in us. In case you noticed, yes, Scott, our guy who is taking care of us and is filming us and making us look beautiful and professional. Yes. We are, came uh, to the house, came to Lacey's house because everything is shut down. But we're not shut down. We're not no. shutting shit down. Yeah. We're going to keep it coming to you. And Even if we are in the corner of your house. Yeah. We're literally here <laughs> or in, in my, my car dining or room. Yeah, yeah. Because we the coronavirus has shut everything down, including the studio where we do our including podcast. Including all of Las Vegas. Yeah, it's insane. It's insanity. Insane. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like expecting to look out the window and there's going to be zombies out there. No. I feel like we're very close to the zombie apocalypse. No, nope, you know? not so, me. But you know what? We're okay because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm doing my hand washing. And don't forget, guys, you can't just wash your hands. You got to wash your hands for 20 seconds. Ass, so, ass, 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 ass and titties. <laughs> ass and titties. Ass and titties. Ass, ass, titties, titties, ass and titties. And now my hands are clean because I sang ass and titties yes. for the appropriate amount of time. So I can I can touch Heather's face and <laughs> I can annoy her. And like, mm, Heather. You're totally, mm. you're then, breaking down mm, my shell. This Heather, is, I can touch. This is my I can, shell. This I can is touch how I you do. inappropriately. This is how I do a little bit of a bump in the bag, you know? Your you hair like, is like this, like so. My new reality show is calling. Is called inappro- Inappropriately Touching Heather. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag Heather too, but only because of me, because I'm a pervert, as you guys know. So there you go. See perv. Yes, exactly. Wow, this got off to a really, really like as it, per usual. Inter- inappropriate start. Yeah. I feel like they just went like, what is all the offensive things? Let's do them all simultaneously. Sounds good to me. That's, what, good that's, shit. that's a good show. It's what yeah, we do. I agree. <laughs> We're offensive. We didn't get to all of the questions last time, as per usual. Because but, we talked too much. Yes. Yeah. But we're going to try to tackle them. We should now. call our podcast. We talk too much of love. I think that's why we call. Yeah. Well, or how about love we is- love? How about we love to talk? That should be what our podcast. <laughs> like should we don't be shut the hell up. Of yeah. Love podcast. Yeah. That- how about that? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the winner. I think so. Speaking of winners, yes. your look is a winner. What? Thank show everybody you. that is a gorgeous, gorgeous dress Woo! on your gorgeous, gorgeous self. You look amazing. Thank you. I feel like Gene Simmons. You kind yes. of are. You're definitely hotter than Gene Simmons. But, <laughs> Thank but, you. Yes. But, yes. you know. That's qu- so the, cool. Uh, capish. Thank you. I've I never wore it. this before. I've had this for years and years. You kind of look like a like Batgirl. Batgirl? You know what's really weird? Is I actually have a Wonder Woman booty short. And they say kaboom. Oh, right that's on the cute. Front in a Wonder Woman. Well, that's sort of what you did with the Britannia with Britannia on uh, when you were doing the cameo on uh, season two. You're like pew pew pew, 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 pew like pew, Wonder Woman. Pew, she was like <laughs> with her fists, and you're like pew pew. My name's Heather. Yeah, so, so it's that's that woman type look with Wonder Woman underoos on, and this outfit, I love along it. with all my other fun ones, will be on Poshmark. My Poshmark 
uh, closet, which is H. Tadwell 10, and you will be able to smell my clothes. Ooh. See what kind of perfume I wear. I like that. No, I'm not washing it. No, I'm not Amazon. No, I'm not taking shit back. It's all used. Wow. It's all, yeah, I had this girl. That's going to bring a whole new audience. <laughs> well, hopefully, because I had a girl bug me and bug me and bug me. She sent me like five or six messages about this, this really cheap uh, scarf that I had on Poshmark. And I was, I had said, no, 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 so many times. It was more of a pain in the ass right. to get it out. Then she was like lowballing me like ten dollars or something, whatever. You have to like package it up, well, you and get your pack- car, drive to yeah, the post office. Yeah, my car's a twin turbo. Like, yeah, gas is four fifty in Newport Beach. Like then I have to wait in line at the post office. So yeah. it was more of a pain in the ass. So I kept saying no, no, no. And then I was one day I was going to the post office. So I said, well, let me just I'll just give it to her. Fine, but I couldn't accept it anymore. It had expired, so I just counted at like twelve dollars, whatever. So then I took it and I had like. You know, I not. It's literally like an old, old, you know, scarf. But I had hundred dollars Chanel perfume on it. There I you go. That would be okay. She gave me a yeah. one star and said it was dirty and this what? and that. Like, uh, but I even, even, I even say that on, is ridiculous. I even say online, like I'm not like this stuff is used. Like, Did she I, think that you like made it yourself or dry cleaned it or whatever? Even in the photo, it's missing like two balls. It's like it's just That's little, really funny. right? So it cost me more to even send this out to this person who now gave me a one star oh, wow. review. And I even said like, you know, I'm really klutzy, and some of my stuff will be missing things. But or, that's or what have, like gives it character, right? You're like it's right, Heather. and that's why it's cheap too. Yeah. So it's like, yes, I will. Sell these amazing outfits online. Don't send them back. Don't give me a bad review. Wow. I feel like that's the same um, person who like, it's really funny because you guys have been so awesome and supportive in regards to our podcast and you guys are all hitting like a thumbs up. Yeah, we love you guys. There's like four thumbs down. And I'm like- I feel like I know where those are coming from. I feel like I know. I know. It's like, and my ex-boyfriend, my husband's (laughs) ex-girlfriend. Exactly. Dallas and- (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, who does, who was like, no, thumbs down. Yeah. That's like the and it's same, like four every time. So it's the same it's four the same people. Four. I feel like that's the same person that gave you the one stars. But, but, but that's okay because as long as you're viewing and liking yes. and whatever, it's that's okay. But I got to come back. It is okay. But I got to come back. The funny thing to me is that anybody, whether it's our podcast or somewhere else, it's always funny the thumbs down people to me on online because somebody has to like think up I don't like this. Then they have to go, I need to tell them that I don't like this. Then yeah. they have to go to their computer, create a login. It's probably going to be like a fake login. Oh, it's always a fake So one, they have yeah. to go set up an account, right. set up like a like an email, and then they have to go and they're like, yeah, thumbs down. And then and then they log out and continue on their day. And I yeah. think that they, do they expect us to be like, oh, yay, let, let me log in and see who likes our pat. Thumbs down. <laughs> Heavens to Bitsies. Who no, did care. a thumbs down? I'm going to, excuse me, Heather, I have to go cry myself to sleep now because somebody put thumbs down. Oh, can't handle it. No. Nope. No, it's ridiculous. It's it's just, it's it's amusing to me, if anything. You I know? know. But they always say that, you know, when the haters come out of the woodwork, you're doing something right. Oh, that I'm doing so many things right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all the things right that apparently. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with this. Right. I'm doing everything right. Yeah, I'm sticking with this philosophy. I like okay. it. Um, so I have a funny story about selling clothes. Okay. Okay, so you just made me think of this. So Still when, not on your questions, but we will get there. We will get there. We will I'm get there. You. Don't worry. Everybody's quarantined. You got time. You got time. You're bored. We you're know bored. you're bored. It's okay. Yeah, we so, got you. And our new t- and we can't stop talking. And so. our new podcast is called We Talk Too Fucking Much. Of love. <laughs> we love to not shut the fuck up. Of love. I don't know. 
Anyway, okay. So when I was, uh, you guys know, I had a band called Nocturne for like 10 years. We used to tour all over the place and um, all over the US. And one of the um, ways that we made money was by selling merchandise. And so we had t-shirts and bumper stickers, all kinds of stuff. And one of the um, one of our merchandise that I had that we would sell after our shows was these little panties. And they would we have- We need booty shorts too, by the way. Booty shorts. Yes, that would be good. Oh, oh wait. Oh, breaking everything. Trash in the set. Trash in the set. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so you had booty shorts. Let me try not to get you off track. Yeah. <laughs> we'll end up talking about a fall or so, something. Yeah. So we had um, no. We had uh, little nocturne panties, and on the on the crotch on the crotch was like a little kitty cat face. Okay. And, and it said "Property of Nocturne," and that was the panties that we would okay. sell. And, and everybody loved those, and we always sold out of them every show. Right. So um, one time we did a show. Um, I want to say we were in Maine, somewhere strange. Not that Maine is strange, but um, not your average place to go on tour. Sure. And um, so we so we played a show. Afterwards, I went to the merchandise booth to like meet fans and sell merchandise and stuff. And I there was like a little crowd there buying stuff. And there was one guy that I noticed was like hanging back. And so um, I was waiting for him to like come up and say what he wanted. He, he, but he was waiting for everybody, everyone to be gone. So when everybody was gone, he came up to the table and he goes um, very kind of sheepishly. He goes, yeah, I would like to buy these panties. And I thought he meant the Nocturne panties. So I was like, yeah, of course. It's like 15 bucks or whatever it was. And he goes, no, no, no. I don't want to buy those panties. I want to buy those panties. And he literally pointed at my crotch. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm in a unique situation right here. What does Lacey want to do? You sell them. You sell that shit. <laughs> of course. Sell that of course. shit. That had never been presented to me before. So I'm sitting there behind the merch table. How much you sell them for? Well, so I'll get to that because okay. that's the funny part. So, <laughs> so, but, but first, I need you guys to know that when I'm on, uh, on like stage, whether it's with Lords of Acid or Nocturne or whatever, I'm rocking out. It's always hot as balls, and so I'm like super sweaty. So, do I wear my beautiful lacy Victoria's Secret panties on stage? No, I wear my big old grandma full cotton Walmart panties because, especially on tour, they get gross, and sometimes you don't get laundry. So I like throw that out. You yeah. Know? So I get like the big giant Walmart packs of grandma panties that are like <laughs> ugly and go up to like up to here. Yeah. So. So that's what I had on, right? Okay. So he, so he was more, like, "That's more area to sign your name, right?" I know. <laughs> so they're not the little sexy Victoria's Secret panties. Yeah. So I knew that he didn't know this. So he was like, "How much for those panties?" So I was, I wasn't sure if he was bluffing or not, but I just like to to call his bluff. Yeah. I go, I go one fifty, and he looks at me and he goes. 75. And I go, 130. And make, he goes, make it 85. And so we were coming closer and closer together. Because I would have said Negotiations. Yep. So we, we finally get to 100. And then I think he goes, 100. And I go, Sold. Sold. Yeah. And so <laughs> what was really funny is they have um, at these venues, uh, the venue takes a percentage of the money that you make on merchandise. Oh, they do? Yeah, because they're fuckers. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, musicians no musicians get fucked. They get fucked in every way possible. How that's, do you guys even stay afloat That's then? a whole conversation for another day, okay. which I would love to get into because I have lots of thoughts on that. But anyway, so they, so the club has a guy that's like overseeing the sales to make sure that you're not jipping the club. So he's standing there and then the guy that wants to buy my panties is standing there. So I looked at the <laughs> Club guy, I'm like, you are not, not getting it. Cut So no. I just literally just like, I just went so that nobody could see. I just kind of like, you know, kneeled down behind the merch. And I was like, shoop, shoop. Yep. Here you go. There you go. $100 for Walmart nasty, Damn, sweaty Walmart skinny. panties. 
Damn Skippy. There you go. Did you just put some nocturne booty shorts on after it or just I think I went, I think I went like um bare, yeah, yeah, like free, free the form. That you wanted yeah. to get bucks. Labia lips were flopping in the Woo! wind. It felt, free lips. Yeah, free lips. Yeah. Well, that brings me to my next topic because I wanted to talk about <laughs> merchandise. I like that free lips brings you to a topic. <laughs> Labia good. doesn't bring me to the next topic, but merchandise does. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that should be my middle name, Lacey Labia. <laughs> Lacey Labia it actually has a nice ring to yeah, it. It kind of does in a frightening, <laughs> scary way. <laughs> well, so that's on the list too. You've yeah. got like 40 middle names. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but we have been researching different companies to kind of team up with, with merchandising because we want to bring you some really great stuff. But I keep finding um, companies online that are really expensive and the t-shirts are like $40. And that doesn't even, you know, we don't, we get like a penny of that, you know, not really, but you know what I'm saying? So we're trying to find a company that has great stuff, um, good product. That's affordable for that's you guys. That's affordable for you guys. But we're still going to make a little that, bit of money so we can pay for this So that podcast. the company doesn't take all the money and then also rip you guys off too. So that's right. what we've been doing. But if you guys know of any merchandise companies, please comment. That you like to go through. That you guys like to go through or you know of. You guys are able to find anything out online. We, got, we have a lot of smart followers yes. and fans. So we thought what we would ask you guys, because I know you guys want us to do merchandise, and we do too. We have a lot of great ideas and fun stuff we want to get to you, but we just don't know. We want to find the right company. Yeah, we just don't know who to connect with and collab with and work with. So if you guys have any suggestions on good companies, let us know so we can get moving on that and get you guys some A-list celebrity. We're all cheers for you. There you go. Definitely booty shorts. Definitely getting booty shorts. Should I, it, should I put like A-list celeb on my ass? Or Yes, 100%. Yeah. What are you going to put on your butt? Your lips. Uh, <laughs> you should never ask me a question. That's a loaded question. Uh, it's definitely a loaded question. <laughs> no, we're going to have all kinds of good stuff yeah, for our merch. Yeah, and you guys will sure. be surprised. It'll be fun and silly and funny. And, yeah. and uh, it will make and you happy. And don't think that I'm not going to put my face on a t-shirt because everybody makes fun of me because of Charm School. I did that. But guess who I got that idea from? Mr. Brett Michaels. Yeah. I used to have a shirt of his that had the same, almost the same look that I did. I kind of took that and put it on my shirt in charm school because this dude makes a shit ton of money with his face on it. And he actually puts uh, his face on his t-shirts and wears them on stage. That's actually brilliant. Pretty, that's pretty normal, exactly, actually. For... Exactly. So it's like, if you don't, if you're not your biggest fan, how are you going to... Well, I'll tell you this. So one of my favorite bands of all time, I'm like obsessed with this band and have been forever, is Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. And I remember um, Trent Reznor, the singer of Nine Inch Nails, was performing a show somewhere and there was a photo of this where he's very openly wearing a Nine Inch Nails shirt. Right. And I'm like, that's awesome. Why don't you, it's like, why wouldn't you wear your own stuff? And so, you have a really hot face. Oh, I would totally you. wear your face on my tits. <laughs> thank so, you. I would wear them or like, just my face and a you know, body shot. I'm going to do a lot of those, but I'm going to prove you guys wrong because everybody laughed at me about that, but they not didn't know. Not everybody's stupid people laughing. <laughs> not everybody knew where I got the idea from. Yeah. And you guys didn't know out there the laughy laughs that I'm going to come back around and I'm actually going to do it. Girl, do And you guys shit. are going to wear it and I'm going to wear it and it's going to be and great. And I'm going to wear it. And you're going to wear it. Yes. Yeah. So Woo. I'm thinking actually, so here's one little juicy tidbit about um, I Love Money 3. Um, I've talked a lot about I Love Money 3, I think on episode two and some of the other episodes, but my arch nemesis, my, my Dallas, if you will, for I Love Money 3 was um, a guy named Weasel who was on Daisy of Love and he was like my total rival. Vanessa of Love? 
Vanessa Mossman, the Mossinator of love. <laughs> Mossman of love. Bless her yeah. heart. At least she's never come out and like. In case you guys missed it on one of our previous episodes, Daisy De La Hoya's real name is Vanessa Mossman. Yeah. And that's just like the most amazing. That's like. We I, love that name. It makes me so happy. She, you know what? Mossman. It makes me think she's mossy. Well, like, and she's it's like, cool because she doesn't come out. She hasn't come out and like bitched us out or like sent anything crazy about this podcast. So maybe she's got to. I think she died. <laughs> she's inside. I think she's dead. Rest in peace, Mossman. I'm just kidding. She's not really dead. But Mossman is is an amazing, amazing last name. I really do like the name. I do. It's it's great. I enjoy the name. I enjoy it. Yes. Yes. Mossman, because she's mossy. Yes. Okay. Wait, should we talk about these beautiful candles? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, let's do. So we got um, uh, a friend of mine came in from Pittsburgh, Miss Ashley, and she brought these beautiful candles. Her friend has been a fan of our shows and us from the day one get-go. And she happens to make these amazing candles. They're natural soy candles with a Halloween vibe. Yeah. And so they They're have. So pretty. They smell so good. They they smell up the house before you even light them. And I'm not just saying that because you know it's a gift and whatnot. But um, mine has a key in it uh, and oh. roses. And so like, you're the key is in real estate. Yes, I love that. And Lacey's is in a skull. Yes, because her last name and they collect skulls and everything. Yes. So we would like to thank Rick's Wicks. R I X W I X. And you can find her on Instagram. You know, we love um, supporting small businesses. You guys um, that that work from home, kind of like what we're doing now. So we want to make sure that uh, we all help each other out. Yeah, that you so, guys are supported. Yeah. These are so beautiful. They do smell amazing. Yes. Amazing. So if you send us something, we are happy to, um, you know. Give you a shout out. Yeah, because we want to help everybody. And if you guys love candles. Yeah, um, I love candles. Give this girl. Rick's Wicks. These are Rick's so Wicks. great. They're beautiful. They smell really, really good. All natural soy. She makes them herself and oh, nice. just a really great gesture. And then we also have um, these two were given, these box sets were given to us by Heath Fernandez. Thank you. This is uh, my, one of my best friend, Kevin, his boyfriend. And Yay. he actually, before he started dating Kev, he uh, he's an enormous reality buff and he was obsessed yeah. with all of our shows. Yes. So it was like, holy shit, when he started dating my friend, he's like, oh, Heather and Lacey, great. You know what's really so funny, you like guys? Such a great we supporter. actually weren't given a copy of our own show. No. How ridiculous is that? It's we great. Had to We're buy like, oh. our own show. I'm like, oh, well, there's me right there. There's you right there. But no, we were never given any of these. I know. So he gave us this one because he wants uh, myself, Lacey, and whoever else comes on the show to sign, which we will do, Heath. And then he was nice enough to give us an additional copy for one of you guys. So we want to do some type of a giveaway. We don't know what, uh, but if you guys send stuff in or you would like this, type in the comments what kind of a giveaway we should do and we'll do it because we'll sign it for you and we'll send it over to one of you guys. But we just don't know what type of giveaway to do. So whatever you guys think. I'm going to give away my virginity. Are you going to give your granny panties in there? Yes. Yes, because I'm a virgin. Do you know that? <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm actually reading the back of this. This is hilarious. I've, I've I've never actually read the back of this. It's oh, this is hilarious. It says uh, now Brett Michaels is looking for that special girl who can compete with his one true love, the insatiable bitch goddess <laughs> known uh, as rock and roll, mm-hmm. the insatiable bitch goddess. Well, he says it on the show too. That's what he says verbatim. Yeah. 
That's hilarious. The very beginning, yeah. Oh, really? God, yeah. I should try watching my own show, maybe. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> and I like special features. Phone, phone sex. sex. Which, by the way, that was like the one of the worst challenges for me, the whole phone sex oh, thing. Oh, we got to get into that. We have to. I'm like, I'm very, I get very embarrassed real okay, easy. Okay, you know what? We got to get into this. We have so many questions <laughs> and we're like, okay, we'll come back to that. We are so bad with like, actual like following our own questions. That's why when people are like, can you guys start from episode one and go this one? I'm like, our minds don't work like that. Yeah. It's We're never like, going to happen. Like, like something shiny. Let's talk about that. Watch our shit and then just watch this and just pick it up along the way. There you go. <laughs> because exactly. trying to go like down a yellow brick road for either one of us is just not going to happen. Yeah. No. <laughs> our brains do not work just like that. Just don't work like that. Okay. So let's start with, um, as always, we, you, you guys, we love you guys so much because you post the best comments and questions. And so because of your amazing things that you post and you always make us chuckle, which we appreciate, we always do every week um, comments of the week. Sometimes we do a couple of comments of the week because we can never choose because they're all so amazing. We seriously, we sit and read everything you guys say on YouTube and we like laugh so hard because you guys are amazing. I literally sometimes can't stop laughing. They're the so quote, fun. I mean, seriously, I'll screenshot shit and I'll send it to like Lacey or my mom and I'm, and I'm just like, I cannot with these people are so You guys are funny. Cre- creative. So creative and hilarious. I love it. Oh. I love it. I was having like such a stressful day the other day with this whole coronavirus thing. Yeah. So I'm like here and I to go to California and I'm like just getting a little nervous back and forth. Yeah, you're not a, you haven't been home in like no, weeks. I know. Yeah. So I'm like, what's going on where I live? I don't know. So I was just kind of having a little bit of a panicky. And so I I just took an hour or 40 minutes, whatever it was, and just I read, read every single comments. comment. And I literally mm. laughed so hard. And I was like, this helped me so much. So yeah. you guys that were helping you when you're watching uh, this, you're, you're helping us when it's, we read your comments. It's right. like, we're helping each other. That's it's what's like so we're cool about it. it. Totally. And what's so yeah. cool about it is that, yeah, just I have to reiterate what you just said. Uh, a lot of you are like, you know, thank you, Heather and Lacey, for talking about this and talking about that because it makes me feel like I'm not alone and you're helping me with what you're talking about. But then you guys are helping us. So yeah, yes. it's like a mutually beneficial yes. thing where we're like, you know, you're sending us love. We're sending you love. We're, you know, you can relate to us, but then we're, we feel grateful that we can help you guys. And, but also the kind things that you say and the fun oh. things that you say make us feel good. Yeah, because so, like, we're not always on you. every single day either. So I just, it's great that we finally started this podcast and we can all just be a big family together. Yeah. We'll just keep growing and helping each other as well. We can be real also because we don't have producers like editing. Right. You know, well, we that's the whole BS. point. And I think that's why a lot of people like watching us is that we just, you know, um, we're not censored. Right. Or and, like, edited all not the weird ways. back and forth. And it's not, we're not competing. We're no. just like, just sitting here being real. So. Yeah, just being real. Trying yeah. to get through a question, which we can oh my not God. To Okay, do. so... <laughs> Comments of the week. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. We're so bad. We're so bad. Okay. So Giovanni N says, question for both Lacey and Heather. Do you guys, do you ladies have Corona? Because y'all's beauty is contagious. <laughs> Giovanni, we love you. Thank you so That's much. That's great. That's a really sweet comment. I yeah. like it. I like it. That's I like good. it. Okay. Then um, this one actually, this comment was on, not on YouTube, it was on Instagram. We prefer for you guys to comment on YouTube because then they're all in the same, in one place. But and we can just pull them over and then have yeah. them nicely we'll, listed we'll, to we'll read try your comments wherever. <laughs> What's that? I said, then we we have that we can pull them over and have them in a nice list to right. try and get through. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if we will ever stop talking. So, okay, on Instagram, here Euphoria says, I'm so excited for this break from the madness. Heather, you are a ray of sunshine. And 
Lacey is a gnarly sunburn that turns into a beautiful tan. <laughs> that's awesome. That was that's freaking really, that's awesome. A good one. Thank you, Here Euphoria. I really like yes, that. Yes, that's so, great. Um, then uh, we had a comment. Um, oh, of course, then we get into the, like the Lacey's middle name. So, so I'm actually having a lot of fun with this. I kind of started this as a joke, but you guys like have great suggestions for my middle name. Totally. So, so, um, uh, so, uh, so Mariah uh, Magdalene says— Mariah uh, Magdianderthal? I, I know. It looks like Magdianderthal, but it's Mariah or Maria okay. uh, Magdalene says— uh, on YouTube, I still believe that, I think she's talking to me because I've gotten this comment before. I still believe that you and Sherry Moon Zombie should start a movie being lesbian serial killers. Do you know who um, Sherry Moon yeah, Zombie is? Yeah, she's freaking amazing. Yeah. She's so beautiful. And I love that her and Rob, Rob they, Zombies, they create Rob these Zombies. movies and she's freaking awesome yeah. in them. So I get told on a regu- on a somewhat regular basis that I look like um, Sherry Moon Zombie. I, okay. get, I get Sherry Moon Zombie and I get... Um, Nicole Kidman. I get both of those on it, which I appreciate both because yeah. I love both of those women. Yeah. Um, but those are the two that I consistently get. So so then Jenna Santana says that my middle name should be Lacey Sherry Moon Zombie Skulls. So Yeah, okay, that's another good one. <laughs> I'm really I'm very flattered by that because I yeah. I also am a really big fan of Rob Zombie and his music as well. Yeah, me too. White Zombie, Rob Zombie. Good, I saw him um, last New Year's Eve at Ozfest. Oh, he's yeah. really great. Oh, he's yeah. great. I met actually him yeah. and Sherry Moon once. Did and they're, you? they're really nice. They're Are like they? super, super nice. And they're I both you're like, they're probably just down to earth. Super, super chill. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was like a little nervous to meet them. Sure. But they're really very nice and kind people. And they're just, they're both gorgeous too. Yeah. They're both totally. Gorgeous. They're like the perfect couple. <laughs> yeah. They really, really are. So, um, all right. So let's get into some of these questions. Um, all right. Well, let's just dive right in. Uh, a bunch well, of people. Let's just dive right in. Forty five minutes yes, later. Yes, I know. Yeah, so seven <laughs> weeks <episode>. later. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so several of you have been asking, as you said earlier, about the phone sex episode Ugh. on Rock of Love season one. So that was hilarious. Let's get into <sighs> was the phone awful. sex. The phone sex episode. I am. I know it does not look like I'm a bashful person, but I'm very, very bashful when it comes to like. Sex, sexual yeah, stuff. Yeah, especially sober. Drinking, I was able to amp it up. But even then, you know, I it was, was really awkward because we, very were, awkward. we were having to do it in front of each other. Well, first of all, okay, let, let's paint the picture. Yes. It was, it was, I don't even know if they could do that type of episode now because it would probably be so like inappropriate in today's times of like Me Too and all that. Yeah. I don't even know if, if it would be appropriate because it was like borderline douchey, if not totally douchey. <laughs> Basically, what it was is that the us girls were in a competition that we were going to do phone sex with Brett, and he was apparently hooked up to some sort of machine that would measure his boner, yeah, his heart. It was like on. a thing that he put around his ding dong, right? And then if it moved, if we aroused him, then enough, there was a, a like a graph or something that. Like, uh, do you think that was even? I don't think that was even real. Is that a thing? I don't know. I would like I don't to think it's know. A thing. Big John, tell us. We yeah. need to know. Come we, on. Well, because we should have Googled. We should have Googled that. It did move, but we but we weren't like there in the no, room. No, he was in a different room. Yeah, but do you think they could do an episode like that today? In like today's times of like everybody's being a little bit more sensitive. You need to do it on your own channel. Sexual. I feel like we we have but to I mean, do like on on a network like VH1. I feel like that's too douchey to do these days. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's kind of a douchey thing. Like, hey, ladies, why don't you so compete you to, to see how, my wiener how hard. big can you get my dick? I know it's like really douchey if you go back and think about it. But um, yeah, so we all had to get in like lingerie, something sexy, which I don't know why because he wasn't going to see us anyways. Right. So I just put on like a matching. It was funny though. 
though. It was it as was, douchey as it was. Like, but I, it was really awkward because we had to do it in front of each other. Yeah. And we knew it was going to be on TV. I drank like a ball of wine. I was so wasted. And if you watch, like I was so embarrassed. I was like, and I have, think I had my head on her or I was hanging on to somebody else. And I usually don't hang on to people, but I was so like embarrassed. Like, like, like cringeworthy. Oh, yeah. Well, the other thing too is like, the we had to take this like phone sex situation and make it, kind of like poetic or something. Because like, no, I don't know about you guys, but normally phone sex is like, yeah, I want you to like, fuck me here and put it there and come on me here and do this. <laughs> like usually when you do phone sex, it's like way more raunchy and X-rated. I just, I'm but, not, but like, but we're obviously we're not going to yeah. do that on Rock but of I've Love. But I've never really, I'm not really a big phone sex person to begin with. I feel like my voice is kind of like raspy anyways. Luckily, there was another person on there with a raspier voice than me. So I was like, thank God, because mine actually sounded like a dude as well. <laughs> so I'm so glad that- <laughs> you have a great voice. What are you talking I was about? Like, la, la, la. I just tried to do a rap. What, what do you want to sound like? like you like a sucking rap? on helium or something? <laughs> It'd probably be better you have than a nice, like sexy voice. raspy rasputia. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> Rashputina. Rashputina. It's, but, it's, but it's not about like the, the you know, your voice, what does it sound like? It's about what you say technically, you know? But either way, it was like a super awkward oh, challenge. I hated it. Yeah. I mean, basically it was like, our, our challenge was to like out-slut the other girl. It's basically, I mean, actually kind of all the challenges. Yeah. How can we out-slut each other? Except the right? one where we had to jump in like, um, the, except the tour bus challenge where we had to jump in like. Oh, I had know. to jump in a dumpster. Yeah, or and I had to like try to turn on a, a guitar or something. Which oh, is, yeah. Everybody's can do that but me. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. So yeah, it was an so, awkward one. It was an awkward one. It was one. very awkward. Right. Very, very awkward. But I will say, as you guys know, I really don't embarrass easily. She I don't doesn't. Know. I do. I did the whole um, Unless I'm streaking drunk. thing. The like, streaking thing. Yeah, you I don't know why. Yeah. I don't get embarrassed. No, you don't. It's like a luxury in life. I have to, it's so great. Like it's, I envy that. Because it's funny because like a lot of people have nightmares, you know, like everybody has nightmares that they like are in school and they just look down and realize they're naked. Right. That's like a fun dream for me. I'm like, I'm going to go run up and hug everybody oh that gosh. doesn't like me. <laughs> I get I get embarrassed about it and I just, so I'll be like in a pool of sweat. I'll be sweating like, you know, and it's just like, you don't even give a shit. Yeah. So, but that's why I think- it's my I, superpower. I used to drink a lot and that would give me energy and like, I didn't give a shit. So I'd be like, woo. <laughs> now that I'm sober, I'm like- yeah. <laughs> well, it is funny because you are really, really, really outgoing and fun yes. and silly and and like forward and confident. But the, but she's telling the truth, you guys. Like she's not overtly sexual or like. I mean, obviously, when you're dating people, but right. Like, but just like I'm just a big old slut perv, you know. So but she, yeah, she could sit and talk about sex all day, and I yeah. and I get embarrassed. I'm like, hey, okay. Yeah, I'm like, let me tell you about my vagina. So I'm like, yeah. Eh. I know. <laughs> yeah, but um, anyway, so so yeah, but somebody wanted to know about that challenge, so we just wanted to talk was saying about Magdalena's it. voice was like particularly low, that right? I, and so it was mine. So I was so glad that there was somebody with a, just a little bit. It's an octone, the octane. Oct oh, an octave. <laughs> the octave was a little bit higher or lower than mine. Lower. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I like octane though. The octane was <laughs> lower. Yes. <laughs> Not a musician, clearly. <laughs> but um, so did I win that challenge? No. You what, didn't. What Rodeo we, won it. And the, no, wait, were you one of them? I went to the studio. studio. Oh, yes. Well, they they had yeah. no chance of you with that, that studio. Like, oh my God. That you're was, right in your element. I got to tell you guys something. That was so cool because the guy. I'm glad I didn't get that challenge because I, I would not have wanted to sing. Yeah. Or, and I would have been so uncomfortable. That was up your alley. I actually was uncomfortable, but I'll tell you, like, this, here's a little behind the scenes um, note. I was actually like, 
super nerding out and like starstruck over Don was. Yeah, Don was like a really well-known producer. Yeah. And what was awesome is, um, as you guys know, you guys make fun of me. You're like, let's do shots every time that Lacey either <laughs> says she's a musician or an animal rights activist. Ha, ha, ha. I know I talk about it all the time because that's what I'm passionate about. <laughs> but when I, um, when I went in there, to the studio once, you know, we were on our um, our, our win or whatever, our date. Yeah. Um, I walk in there, I realize it's Don was. I know exactly who Don was, was. And um, and, and we're in a recording studio. So I wanted it, it to be obvious that like, I know what I'm, I know my shit. You know who it is. Right. You know what you're doing. And, but I didn't you know want your element. And I didn't want him to think we're just like some dumb girls on right. a show. So as soon as I walked in, the first thing that I recognized was the studio monitors that they were using. The speakers that he was using are called NS10s and they have a very specific look. Okay. And so I knew that. So I walk in and I'm like, oh, you're using like NS10s. And he was like, oh, how did you know that? And I'm like, because I'm awesome. And fuck these girls. <laughs> no, but it was cool because I got like instant like street cred right. by Don was like yeah. in that moment. It was really, really cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like the singing thing was like that actually as much as I sing and I am a singer, yeah. that was like totally awkward. Was because it? Yeah, Why? because, well, first of all, it was like being a singer, you like um, the music to be like in your key and you like to be like, you know, I'm a very hands-on. I like it to be a specific okay. like, you know, um, he's playing the guitar and I want to know like, well, what key are you playing in? Or what notes are you? Or okay. what, what's the chords, you know, whatever that yeah. you're playing. And so we just had to like, and go. Like, uh, uh, like no preparation. You know, the camera's there. Yeah. It's not your own song. So it was like, it was a little weird. And then they were like, there was like a butt bongos thing. I don't know what that was all about. Yeah. I'm like, but you just have to like play along. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is not weird at all. People are playing my ass. Okay. Okay. Like, it was a weird one. It was yeah. a weird, like, you like if a guy took me on a date like that in real life, I'd be like, and you're playing butt bongos on <laughs> me, like... I would have dumped him very quickly and be like, you're a total of freak show and psychopath. Yeah, but, um, I'm glad you guys won that one because I wouldn't have known shit. I'd have been, I mean, I know bass, like drop an 808. You know what I mean? That's all I'd have said, <laughs> that's like good. drop an 808. That's, that's Give me a, a fucking one, beat. That's a good you one, know? though. So that's all I would have known. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Although technically that's more like program music, like hip hop and stuff like that. Yeah. But it, that's still a lot more than most people who are not musicians know. So I'm impressed yeah. with that one. Heather knows 808. That's good. Um, I like 808. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I think that um, everybody was super awkward with the phone sex challenge. Do you yeah. remember what you said? I remember I wrote like a little rap down because yeah. I secretly always wanted to be a one-hit wonder. And I really mean one-hit, <laughs> one-hit only. Yeah. Not like one-hit wonder where then you have to do a whole album and then you got to perform all that shit. Like, no, yeah. I just wanted, I've always just wanted to do like one hit, but with like choreography. Oh, Like just yeah. hardcore choreography. Oh, but like, yeah, like a whole like Britney Spears or like, Britney Spears, like Madonna, like right. backup dancers. Like backup dancers. The whole show. But yeah. That would be awesome. But like, rap a little bit, you know, like a female <laughs> rapper, cool. like a Pink or a Chanel West Coast or just oh, something yeah. like that. But, you know, just like one song just yeah. to get out there. Because I mean, I, I don't know how you guys remember all the words to everything, but… So you did like a rap thing for So yeah, I did like, I wrote like a, a little rap thing and clearly uh, it didn't <laughs> come off as that. I didn't really know what to say. Yeah. I think I was just trying to rhyme at this point, like just trying to rhyme and hurry up and get through it because I was so embarrassed. Yeah. And then just go back and get more drunk. I think that I just won because I had confidence. And as you said, I just like didn't care. Tiffany was the best one. She was like, da 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 And she's like, they don't threaten me with good time. <laughs> He's like, Tiffany, obviously. <laughs> she couldn't oh, even yeah. get through it. Who was the one that his, it was like, woo, like it, like it made him lose his, was it, 
Was erections it my game I don't I know. Remember how embarrassing? But Aaron did do a good job. She had that good, like that British accent. That was really sexy. She oh, did a yeah, good she, job. Like, she was nanny. Like, yeah, but oh, see, yeah, I, but, can't, I can't do accents. But wasn't she like Brette? Or she did like she did some like morphed version oh, of this. Oh, that was like Deanderthal, I think. Oh, I think that she was called too. it Brette. Oh my god, I want to like, see you, my little Brette. <laughs> but I feel like that's I would have sounded like that too. So I'm just glad there was another person in the oh, house with a deeper voice than that's mine because I would have gotten that comment so if not. <laughs> funny, but see, that's just like not how normal. If that was normal phone sex, nobody would have phone sex. No, that it's ridiculous. No. Phone sex is like I want to put your mm in my aunt, you know. <laughs> That's what normal phone sex is. I feel like why even call on the phone? Why not just FaceTime or sit? You know what I mean? Like just well, because I don't think there was FaceTime when Brett was like up and coming. Oh yeah, there wasn't. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. It was there was like pterodactyls and like (laughs) (laughs) it was like birds of prey of love when he. I'm making old jokes at Brett Michaels now when I myself am old. So I really have no right. I'm totally kidding. I'm going for it. Going for it. (laughs) Hashtag old jokes. Okay. Wow, we got through a question. Okay. So uh, everybody has been asking this, and I'm just being like a space cadet. Of course, I want to talk about this. I just keep forgetting because we're always like on other tangents. But thank you so much for Jordan Hefferman, Hefferman and Hayat Me for reminding me. Charm School, the uh, Dallas Apple versus Lacey's ear incident. We should have put an apple on the table today. Oh my God, we totally Damn should it, have. You have tons I know. of men there. I know. Damn so it. we got to talk about that. We so. got to talk about it. Everybody keeps asking. I know. Okay, so we're going to talk we're about gonna talk about it. What started that? Oh, what? actually, I want to talk about the candle. No, no just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to seriously, we're going to talk oh, about a penny. This. Okay, I know, a penny over so there. Something shiny. <laughs> so, okay. In case you guys weren't aware, I drove Dallas crazy. And um, that was sort of my intention, but she did take the bait. So, you know, shame on her for doing that. <laughs> this is why uh, Brandy M never got bothered by me because she just never, ever took the bait. So I tried to, like, these girls should have learned that, like, if they engage with me, of course, it's going to, like, you know, escalate into me driving them mad. Mm-hmm. But if they just go, you know what? I'm not I'm not playing with you, Lacey. Like, and just walk away. I'd be like, wait, come back, you know? Right. So Dallas, unfortunately for her, she like just took the bait every time. So I was just going around just like tickling her and touching her and messing with her and just like just being annoying, okay, basically. Okay, so basically, the, so this uh, came from Rock of Love 1 and it carried over to, to Charm, Charm School. School. Yes. There was never any like, let's just stop and not, Fuck with Dallas. Right. It just it just continued. You move back into another house and then it just continued. Well, what was so funny <laughs> is that the producers, okay, I always say this and I'm gonna keep saying it. The producers of Rock of Love and Charm School were the real villains. Did they of this tell show. you to go after they her? They put her freaking bed above mine. <laughs> I forgot about it. Yes. So when we all first walked into the house for the very first time on Charm School, yeah. you know, we all had bunk beds and we're looking and our faces, like our, our photographs of ourselves, you know, like in little frames, are um, on our bed to tell us like our assigned bed where we are. So we're like walking into the room and sure enough, there's a bunk bed and Dallas's is on the top and mine is on the bottom. And everyone's like, of course, of course they put poor Dallas's bed uh, above Lacey's bed. I'm like, hee hee hee, oh this gosh. is gonna be fun. So yeah, Dallas the and torment. I- The torment, let the torment begin. <laughs> so the the whole Dallas-Lacey rivalry, of course, started on Rock of Love where she was making um, disparaging remarks having to do with animals and kind of like poking fun at my whole animal rights activism, which of course did not go over very well. And that's where we're at now. And so I just, 
tormented the poor girl um, up until we we're at charm school and it just continued. And I think we were I, outside. We were outside. Happened. We were and outside think, having drinks by the pool. Yeah, I probably had had a few drinks, which is we probably all had. what. Yeah, yeah, what got me going into sure. like riling up Dallas. Yeah, yeah. But Dallas just like legitimately lost her temper, and I'm sitting like she there. She snapped. She had enough. She but had enough. What? But what? Sir, why did she throw the apple again? I forget. I think I, you know, God only oh, knows. Oh, I made sure I like oh, tickled her, pinched her. I was also like making comments and just like being an just asshole, on and on and on, lacy and on. asshole skulls. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So I, the, something I did. I was. I didn't even see it coming. I wasn't expecting it. She just snapped. She had an apple in her hand. I'm not sure. I guess she's a healthy girl. And so she just launched it. And I will tell you, that girl can throw. And I, as you guys saw, I wasn't even expecting it. I think I was like starting to stand up out of my chair. Yeah. And man, that apple nailed me in the head, but it got me like exactly in the ear. Exactly like, have you ever been slapped in the ear like by yeah. anybody or has that ever happened to you? I don't know why that has happened to me. Probably people want to slap me sometimes. <laughs> I, but somewhere in my life a long time ago, I remember I got smacked in the ear and it like, it sucks because it like, it hurts, but it like creates a, a suction. Like that's, oh. that's literally what happened. It like hit me so exact in the ear <laughs> it, that when it came off my ear, it was like a suction cup being pulled off of a window. And so and I was like, you could see me in, in this shot. I was like, Oh, you know, and I could instantly hear my hearing was different, like instantly. It almost like, you know, if you put your um your like finger underwater, or underwater or you put your finger in your ear, it was like I instantly lost like high frequency hearing. Oh, gosh. Like instantly. Were you scared? Yes. I was like, freaking oh my gosh, out. Because I have a hole in my eardrum yeah, now. <laughs> so yeah, because I'm a musician, take a shot. And um, <laughs> and yeah, so of course I'm like really concerned about my hearing. So yeah. I'm like, oh my God. So, um, so that happened. And so then afterwards, I remember um, like, well, maybe it's just I'm stunned or something, or maybe it just hurts or it'll go away. Yeah. But I remember as the evening continued, I'm like, my hearing is legitimately fucked up in my left ear. And I was Whoa. freaking out about it. So then um, I went to the producers and they were just like, you're fine, you're fine. I'm like, no, I really don't think I'm fine. So then I went to bed and then the next morning I woke up and I'm like, my hearing's still fucked up. And I'm Even like, Even a day really? later? Yes, and Whoa. I was freaked out. So at this point, I'm like, if it was gonna heal, it should have healed by now. I don't even know what happened to it. It wasn't painful. Yeah. It was just, I, it, it felt like someone, like my ear was plugged. Like, like if you're on an airplane or something. But and literally- you can't like- I couldn't clear it up. Exactly. So um, so I went to the producers. I'm like, look, it's been a day. My hearing is still fucked up. I need you guys to get um, a, a ear doctor, like an ear, nose, and throat, a hearologist. Hearologist. And, uh, and uh, I need you to bring a, like an ear, nose, and throat doctor to the house. Yeah. Or let me go to a doctor. So they can look at your eardrum. Right. And they just like, they weren't taking me seriously. And they just kept like, you're fine, you're fine. And finally, after like a few hours, I'm like, hey, so are you making calls? What's going on? And they just yeah. like, that wasn't their priority. So I literally went to the producers and I was like, if you guys don't get a fucking ear doctor here, I will walk out the fucking door and you will never see me again. And you will have to figure out how to make your show about what happened to Lacey. <laughs> like, I will do that. And they're like, uh, I think she's serious. I'm like, yeah, I am fucking better serious. Better call the ear, nose, and throat guy. Right. So they got the ear, nose, and throat guy there. He got his little thing that they put in your ear and yeah. looked through, you know. Okay. And sure enough, there was a little tiny hole on my eardrum. And <laughs> so I was like, holy shit. So, so they're like, well, it will probably take a few weeks, probably about six weeks to heal. And they're like, it'll either heal or it just won't. 
And I'm, and they're like, there's no way that we can know. And I'm no. like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so that was like really nerve wracking. And, and so six weeks later, my ear was totally fine and I was all good to go. Thank goodness. I didn't have to murder anybody. So that's there you good. Go. Always a good day. All these shows, Yeah. Man. So, and also <laughs> I remember, in case you guys want to know, um, how we communicate with the producers, they might be interested to know about the bat phone. Remember the bat phone? Barely. So the, yeah. we have like oh, a little yeah. phone yeah. that we, if we need the producers, because they're not like in the shot or nearby. So we have a little phone. I don't know why they call it the bat phone. I don't but either. You just have a mic on like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> but they, I guess they don't want your audio to be mixed up with the other girls. Like oh. it's a whole separate thing. Oh, God. So yeah. if you need something, you call the, the quote unquote back phone. Yeah. And then you go like, yeah. I need an ear, nose, and throat specialist. Yeah, I'll walk out the motherfucking door, <laughs> and then there goes your whole story. So yeah, um, so that's the that's the story about Dallas, about the apple, and about the, apple. the ear, and the the apple and the ear. Exactly. <laughs> should be a that should be a show. Okay, so one thing that I think is cool is you guys have started to ask us a lot of like real questions. Like I, we love all your um, Rock of Love, Charm School, I Love Money questions. We definitely want you to keep them coming. But we also, in addition to those, we do like like the real life questions. You can ask us whatever you want. Don't worry about getting too personal. I'm not shy. And if Heather doesn't want to answer, she'll just tell you to go fuck yourself. In this case, she would never do that. <laughs> so um, last week um, on one of the previous episodes, you uh, were talking about your love of dogs and um, how you don't have kids. Yes. And so um, Joseph St. John says, uh, Heather, a kind of deep question. I noticed you said that because you weren't going to have kids, I was just wondering if people ever ask why you aren't having children, how you handle the situation. Uh, and then um, this person says, I find now as I grow more, my family is always asking if I'm going to have children. I'm not sure how to approach them and tell them that it's not something that should concern anybody but myself. Well, she's right. She's right. I, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to have, have kids. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, many people love to be mothers. They want to be mothers. And You'd those- be such a great mother too. No. You would, I, I get told that a lot too. Because I would how m- I'm like traveling all over the place. One minute I'm in here, then I'm here, then I'm here. Well, like, because how you're because be? you're very loyal and you are like a nurturing, caretaker. You're very yeah. nurturing and you're very loving. And it's just and- not the world. Um, there's multiple reasons. The world's a little crazy right now. Um, also, um, I don't want to be stuck raising a child by myself. You know, I've seen that happen a lot uh, with friends and whatnot. Women who do that are so powerful so and strong. strong. It's like— I don't know how you guys do I it. I don't either. And, you know, um, some people are just built for that. You know, some of my friends that are mothers, they are just— they're so such good mothers. They are the ones that you want to be raising kids to become this next generation. Um, but, uh, yeah, growing up in the Midwest, I think that there's a lot of pressure on women to— hurry up and and find a husband and have kids and to do it in your 20s. And to me, I just, I never really thought that was... For you? For me, no. I mean, I was engaged early at like 22 and I just felt that, I mean, I was totally set everything up. You know, I had the dress, the veil, everything was paid for, everything was booked. And I just, I, I felt, you know, I was a runaway bride, unfortunately, but I knew in my heart I would be divorced down the road because I still, I there was things I wanted to go and do. So um, I... I you know, left that that relationship and um, decided to move out west and and do the things that I wanted to do. Um, and then I moved back home and thought, okay, well, maybe I don't know. I've already done everything I'm supposed to do. Now I'm older. Am I, 
is, am I supposed to have a kid? Because that's the, that's what's always in the back of a woman's mind is like, because there are pressures out there. Um, and, and also people look down upon you if you're not married by a certain age or if you don't have kids by a certain age. And to me- It's a lot of judgment. It's a lot of du- judgment. And I, I feel like I'm just smart. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with me. I feel like- um, you know, everybody your does. Call, your calling is elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to do something just because, um, you know, society tells me that I need to do that to, to be a woman, you know? So, and also, you know, I um, I dealt with a miscarriage in the past too. And that was really- Oh, wow. That was really traumatic. And the person oh. was never there for me once it happened. I've ne- still never seen him again either. Oh my so God, that just I'm so goes, sorry. God, that's it's terrible. It's okay, but it happens to a lot of females. And wow. my, my one girlfriend said, yeah, I did went through like three of those before I had my kid. I'm like, this was uh, traumatizing. It was awful. Very- I'm not sorry, interested sorry, in, Brett, in going, <laughs> you know, through that again. But I'm, you that know, everything happens for a reason. So, um, do you mind if I ask how far along you were when you had the miscarriage? Um, two, three months. Oh. But I was already like an ag. I didn't like the. I didn't like being. I didn't like it at all. You know, I didn't like the whole process. Maybe because it wasn't the person wasn't right. Maybe uh, because the setting wasn't right, or it was just wasn't right for me. But it was very traumatizing. And to go through, you know, um, I had to wait days to then go and be put under to then have it removed. And it was all very traumatizing oh, and just, uh, to me. So sad. So terribly sad. And, and it, very traumatic. Yeah, I can yeah, imagine. Jeez. A, you know, so um, that's a good, there's just, those are the reasons why I don't think that kids are, are are for me. And I don't think that, you know, every single woman has to have kids, you know? Agreed. Um, and, it, and I don't think that, you know, you need to have them at 20 years old or 30 years old. It's 2020 now. Go out, enjoy your life. Yeah. Learn who you are as a person. Who I liked and and thought was attractive and wanted to date at 23 was not the same as when I was 33 and yes. when I'm 43. So your taste changes and you really have to grow as a person and you have to heal from certain things that have happened to us as well. So for me, you know, people are like, why aren't you married or this or that? Well, you know, I'm healing from the last one and I'm preparing for the next one. It's great. So I really think that um, a lot of people jump into things and just because they say they're married, um, it makes them like feel like better. Well, I'm a woman because I'm married. No. Well, no, if you jump into something and it's the wrong person, now you're stuck. Exactly. So, you know, ladies out there who are thinking, um, you know, they don't want to have kids, they don't want to get married or if they want to, you know, get married down the road. There's nothing wrong with you and you should definitely listen to yourself. Listen to your body. It's a different day and age. Grandparents and parents, that's a totally different generation. That's what, you know, uh, my grandparents and my mother did. You get out of high school and you get married and you have kids. It's a different generation. Look at the world we're living in. You know, it's very scary. And, um, you know, people just need to be a little bit more responsible when having kids these days, you know, if anything. So for me, that's those are my reasonings for um, not wanting to, um, you know, have kids. It's very well said. It's Thank very well you. said. You know, I've actually gotten that comment a lot through my whole life. And I because you're not gonna have kids either. I'm right? not gonna have kids either. And what's funny is so I'm 43 now. I've been married um for seven years and um to my first husband. And um so when I, I when I was in my 20s, I was in a, a really long-term relationship as well. And people, I think because I was always so good with animals, people would see the nurturing side of yeah. me, people who personally know me, be like, when you, Lacey, you'd be such a great mom. When are you going to have kids? Right. I'm like, well, first of all, just because I would be a good mom doesn't mean I'm now obligated to Correct. have kids. 
but but people would go like, oh well, you know, you're in your 20s now, so when you're in your 30s, you want kids. But 30s then I got still my, so young. But then I got to my 30s, and I'm like, I still don't want kids. And they're like, oh, you're still young. When you're in your later 30s, or when you're early 40s, you can still have them. I just never got. I never got the bug. And for me personally, I think what it was. Um, well, A, I spent a lot of my 20s and 30s touring um, in different bands. Mm-hmm. So I knew that that was no lifestyle for raising a right. child. But most importantly for me personally, um, I've talked about this a little bit in the past episodes and I'll probably talk about it a lot more in the future. I suffer from anxiety. Me and too. I actually I actually didn't even know that about myself until recently. I, yeah. um, I was diagnosed with it and I looked back at all my like past the actions in life and I was like, oh yeah, I totally see it now. I never thought I had anxiety because I always felt like a very strong, confident woman. So I mistook the strong confidence as like, well, how could I have anxiety if I'm a confident woman? I, they're not mutually exclusive. You can be strong and confident and have anxiety. Yeah, because I, I do. I didn't know yeah. that. So, so my whole thing is I know myself well enough to know for a fact that if I had kids and my kids were off in school- I'd be a nervous wreck. I would be terrified constantly that constantly, something was happening to my constantly. kids. Then if anybody messed with my kids- That's a wrap. I would beat them up. See, I would bury <laughs> them in the desert. All the teachers would be dead. All the, the school would be dead. I would show up with a flamethrower yeah. and be like, who fucked with my kid? Not to mention there's karma out there. This thing called karma. So what I've put my poor mother through yeah. and what oh, you put yeah. your parents through, oh, it would come back tenfold. Oh God. My kid would be the biggest asshole Terror, in the entire so, world. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just would, um, I would be in a constant state of fear yeah. for my kid. And, and I would probably make my kid miserable I'd probably be like the overbearing helicopter parent yeah. and I would make my kid crazy. So, yeah. you know, I'm just like, I, I'm good with the animals. I feel like- I'm good with animals too. You know, I have, I have four dogs. I've always had dogs. I have great Danes. I feel like I get my motherly instinct out on the dog. Me too. Some people might think that's ridiculous, but I think it's a real it's thing. To each, it's to each his own. It's yeah. whatever is you feel comfortable with. So I know there's a lot of women out there um, and peop, their parents or their grandparents are, when are you going to have kids? When are you going to get married? Da, da, da. Just do not put on blinders. You know what I know? Because it's whatever you feel in your heart. I mean, you got to go out and live too. Like, you know, you got to get out there and live. I always felt like I had to like defend, this is going to sound weird. I felt like I always had to defend my reproductive organs to people. Like this is, maybe this is just me, but I feel like people were like, Oh well, you don't want, you don't have kids. Well, why not? Right. I always want to go like, look, I'm not like totally. Sterile. I'm not sterile. My ovaries work. No, Everything works. Right. But then I'm like, but even if that was the case, well, like, who cares? That right. make, does that make me a bad person? Or people yeah. think there's something wrong with me because I'm not married. But like, yeah. I've watched my mom, you know, deal with you know divorce after divorce after divorce. It's terrible. It's it's horrific to what people have to to deal with going through divorces. So I'm not just going to. Marry, jump right in. No, you're I mean, being told I, you have people to. have been, multiple people have asked me to marry them. It's that's not the that's not the, the the issue. The issue is it's like if I would do it, if I would even do it, it's one time. It's a partnership for life. That's it. That's all. And if, that's how I feel. And and that's if, why I waited yeah. till I was in. I waited till I was in my thirties, mm-hmm. late thirties. And you guys dated for years. Yeah. First. So we. I want to make sure. I, yes. Same with you. I only want to be married once. Yeah. I want him to be the one. You know. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, yeah, I like you shouldn't be in a hurry for anything. Yeah, and if I and even if you don't want to someday, even if I never do, I'm cool with it. 
because I'm happy now. I'm happy with myself now. Yeah. And I know whatever, whoever comes my way in the future, because I'm nice and been healing and just working on myself and dealing with, this, you know, being sober and from alcohol and, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, so I am, you know, I'm preparing for the next per- good person to come in my life, but I'm just not going to pick any Tom, Dick, and Harry because somebody's saying, oh, you're, there's something the wrong clock, with you. The clock is you're ticking. You're this age and you're not married yet. Well, no, and I might not ever get married, so don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. I still worry- I still think, though, that we should do um, an I Heart Heather, though. I still think, think I I know they would want to see this. I don't know how we will make this happen, but somehow, at some point, we'll we'll figure it out. That would be a lot of fun. (laughs) I'm I'm married now, so I can't do a show like that. But I could be the Johnny. could go on. We could be like, yeah, we could like grill the guys and make sure he's the right one for you. Johnny always has like a really good good male perspective of things. He does. Like, we have taught each other so much about like male, female. Yep. In fact, I probably want to like have him on the. We should. Yeah. Because even like, like I've come home and I've talked to her and Johnny about, you know. Why ma- do guys do this? Or yeah, male stuff. And like she'll have a good view and then he'll have an even better one because it's from a male point of view. Well, also he's, Johnny is like really woke also. Oh yeah, totally. He's like really, like he understands yeah. like the female plight, if you will, and mm-hmm. things that we, I mean, he's watched me deal with stuff and like yeah. he totally gets it. He's And he's also like all about equality and he stuff sure like that. Is. But he he's, has a really good, um, he always like teaches me a lot. Like this is why men do this and this is how they think. And this is, yeah. and it like really helps me understand yeah. a lot. Exactly. You know? so, because we're just two totally different beings mm-hmm. and we need to kind of um, learn more about the other. We need to keep reminding ourselves about the other. I, I get online and I, I watch certain things um, different videos and stuff to keep myself reminded of how a male thinks so I can stay in my feminine body embodiment because before I would get drunk and then I would go into a masculine state. And that actually is what shuts down the emotional connection that a guy has with you. And I didn't know that because I was, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like if I'm, what happens is the female goes into a defense mode because the person that they're with, they don't feel like is like has their back or supporting them. So then we become extremely aggressive and whatever, because we're, we're trying to defend ourselves because it's our like partner's not- preservation defen- Right. But in that, yeah. but then what happens is you take yourself out of the feminine role and put yourself in a masculine, masculine role. And then that actually turns the guy off. So all of these things, I didn't know. That's an interesting way to after, word it. Yeah, after my last breakup, I, I mean, I literally, like, I just did so much research in trying to just um, re-educate myself on the differences of men and women. You know and, what I didn't know about that Johnny taught me? He taught me uh, the concept of men being emasculated. Right. And I didn't even, I swear to God, you guys, I didn't even know I learned being that the emasculated. Last one too. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Because women don't really have an equivalent of that. No. Like, we can't get, like, effeminated or whatever. No. But but men can get emasculated. And that and, can shut off the emotional attraction, too. And then right. that's it. Yeah. And I think because women, sometimes by accident, we mix up, like, mother role versus, like, significant other role. And that's you know? not good either because they want a partner, not a mother. Right, yeah. But then it's like, so we have to, like, we have, we to, have to learn try- about each other, yeah. you know? And so, so, yeah, but the good thing is now, um, you know, there's so many good like resources um, resources online so if you find yourself you know stressing out about relationships and breakups and this and that i suggest you get online and just research 
Um, there are a lot of good people online. You guys can send I me a message and I can I, let you know which the people that I that I listened to when I was going through my breakup that really helped me uh, get back into my feminine role because okay. we want to stay in our feminine role because that's where um, when we get out of that feminine role into the masculine role, when we when we start calling names and demasculizing, that's where the bond breaks. That's very well worded. I, yeah. I love that. You know, uh, I personally love um, a website called Psychology Today. Mm-hmm. Psychology Today is great and it really helps if you understand your fellow person where they're coming from a, on a psychological perspective. It really helps like instead of, I feel like we oftentimes dismiss each other. Like, why is he just being such a fucking asshole? Or why is she being so fucking crazy? Yeah. And instead of just like blatant, like a blanket uh, um, dismissal of why someone's being that way, if you look at it from a psychological perspective and let go like, let me understand where they're coming from, right. that can help you with your relationships, I feel like. Yeah. So. so thank you guys all for tuning in to episode nine. Yes. And don't threaten us with a good time. Ain't no booty like Newport booty. Don't forget to go to our Patreon, which is www.patreon.com slash talk of love. And yes. uh, join us over there. Get all kinds of cool content that everybody else doesn't get to see. Yes. And um, keep uh, asking questions. Keep commenting in the comment section of our YouTube. Please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the thumbs up. And if you hit the thumbs down, then you're stupid. We don't care. And uh, (laughs) make sure, most importantly, share, share, share with your friends on social media. And we love you very much. Bye, guys. Love you guys. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to our new Talk of Love podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with all your friends on all your social media. We appreciate you.